Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Put on your yamaka. Here comes Hanukkah. So much funaka to celebrate Hanukkah. Shalom, everyone. Happy fucking Hanukkah and shit. I was gonna do that before you said that a while ago. <laughs> by the way, like I had planned on saying that. The same thing I was gonna say if yeah. I brought us in. But I, I do it better because I'm the guy. You know, I'm Martell. It's Martell's movie madness. We're both the host, though. Yeah, but I'm the guy. I'm the host, you know? You're like a co-host. Whatever, you man. You know what I mean? Whatever. I see what I am to you. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not the personal. It's just the, you know, it's the job title. Job? Wish. Yeah. Wish got paid for this. <laughs> Isn't there a job? <clears throat> I mean, it's a job. It's just a job you don't get paid for. Man, I, you're being so technical right now. Wouldn't you consider this well, like a labor of love? Maybe. It's just a thing we do, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I don't even know if anybody listens still. <laughs> but there you are, a high and mighty over there in know. your big chair. I don't know. I'm Mr. Martell. I'm the I mean, people, people used to know me. Used to. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here, to help you bring people in. They used to like me back in the day when I was in Dr. Teeth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure anybody that's listening to this right now has no, no idea. idea. No fucking clue. The whole new, it's a whole new crowd. All these, these movie people now. Movie people, yeah. So I don't even. I don't even your... like movies anymore. Yeah, right. You eat shit, living, <laughs> watching movies. Oh, That's all man. you do. And I mean, in a way, I always have. You base your schedule around watching movies. Not really. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, just this today, just today on Mondays. Mm. The rest of the week, it's like. I watch my movies based around my schedule. Bro, you're the only guy I know that pulls every 24-hour movie marathon. Yeah. Definitely based your, you got your off Friday nights because Joe Bob comes That in. was a thing, though. I'm, I'm not trying to intervene you. I mean, yeah. it's not, I'm not digging on it by any means, yeah. but you do. You base your, your, your I didn't, schedule around But here's the thing, though. I didn't request off for Friday the 13th. I just happened to have it off. No, so it's about I Fridays decided, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Fridays off. Well, Friday because nights of, off. Friday nights ex- off. Yeah. Friday nights off. So that I can watch Joe Bob. Exactly. When it comes on. Yeah. So you base your schedule around movies. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Man, you are a movie fanatic. Speaking of Joe Bob, you wake up and you you close a DVD cover on your dick and walk no, around I don't with do it. All that. You should. That's some bling bling right there. No. Get some limited collector's edition cases to hang off. No. Accessorize. No, that's, that's Look at that man. He's got an arrow copy of American Werewolf in London hanging much. out of his pants. He's got a slip cover on my dick. Yeah. Sell it on eBay. Dick printed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you would make all of the boutique Blu-ray collectors pissed. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you always want to post, like, troll posts. You know, what can I post yeah. to get a reaction? Put your dick inside of a slipcover, and, oh, my God, you're just, yeah, you're viral. I mean, it's going to be taken down. Like, you're viral. And I'm not talking bad. about you. I'm talking about any listener out there. Yeah. You, If you want to piss off these horror movie collectors oh, <laughs> or, or junkies genre film take, collectors take yeah. a, a slip cover for a boutique blu-ray and not necessarily do what i just su- suggested to ryan but just anything to it cut it nick it oh god right on it talk about fucking step on it talk about a shit storm and just just let the hate roll in these people pay uh ridiculous premium premium ridiculous amounts for, for just the slip. For sh- and, and then most of the time, it's just like not even that good of films. They'll have bought the movie already, and they couldn't <laughs> get a hold of the slip from the from the from the source. So they're checking the aftermarket prices, and these assholes actually pay like up to one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars for much. a slip for a piece of fucking cardboard. It's cool, like it's cool artwork and everything, but like, come on, guys, these things are worth five to seven bucks at the most. At the most. Yeah, probably like, not. That's just value per movie. Yeah. Like, physical value, these things are worth 60 cents. You can literally make your own, and it would be yeah just as good. There was a... Not even noticeable the that Friday it's not the 13th the box set that came out. 
that was by a shop factory. Everybody loved it. Everybody got one. But there was a guy online selling his own custom cover artwork for yeah. it that looked way better than shop factories. Yeah. You know, cause it's you, insane. It's like, all this shit can be done yourself. You know, but we're paying. Not we, not me. I, saw I, I dude, don't buy shit unless I get it for cheap. I saw a dude selling his bo- selling a box set unopened with the replacement disc for hundred. Cheap, bucks. yeah, at a reasonable yeah. price. People were commending yeah. him. Yeah, I saw that post as well. Uh, but that's good, you know, because there's people out there going eBay. That's fucking you can, ridiculous. You can buy it from Best Buy and Amazon still, but there's people already trying to flip it. Yeah, for that, like double the price. They just restocked the Midsummer um, director's cut special yeah. edition thing, and. I'm not spending this, 50 bucks on a movie, It's the though. same goddamn thing. It's got the book like the other one. It's a Blu-ray. It's 4K. Uh, it's the exact same thing as the uh, the first run of them. It's just the second run instead of the first run. And the ones on e- the first runs on eBay are still going for like 150 bucks. No, and it's stupid. It's the same thing. It's I don't the same even think there's a... goddamn thing. There's like not a serial difference either. There's in no... It. It's not like it's hand numbered. It's still the same release number. Or yeah, it's still the same differently release number or anything. It's the exact same goddamn shit. I mean, I, I, I collect movies. I don't collect Blu-rays. I don't collect DVDs. I don't collect tapes. I collect movies. I buy something because I want to watch the movie on it. Right. You know what I mean? It, I, it doesn't give. It doesn't matter if it's got a slipcover, uh, reversible art. Those are just pluses to me. The special features matter a little bit. I'm I'm more likely to grab one with more special features than less special features, even though I end up half the time not even ever watching them. But it depends <clears> for me, man. It's usually I buy it and check that out later. Yeah, I mean I end up checking some of them out eventually, but like, uh, come on. But we uh, kind of got off on a tangent there. That's a fun little opener. Yeah. Uh, I was going to try to segue into Joe Bob when you said something about how I was off for Joe Bob's. Yeah. Uh, you, take, you, you take off for Joe Bob's. They just had one this past week. They would commend you for that. We watched. Uh, they say, that's keeping it the drive-in way. Hey, I do it the drive-in way for sure. We did a uh, Christmas. They did Christmas Evil and Dial Code Santa. And if you're a listener of the podcast, you know, we just watched those movies. Same day as the show. Yeah. Our episode dropped. <laughs> And yep. uh, I was I was encouraging people all day to listen to our episode before Joe Bob came on, just in case they did show those movies. But I, I didn't know what they were going to show. Obviously, uh, I was kind of hoping they would show something different than than what I just watched that previous Four Monday. Days ago. <laughs> but hey, as far as uh, two movies that I don't mind watching over again, those are right there. Uh, those are way up there in the list of the shit that I would watch a million times. And close together, too. Um, but, yeah, this is our Hanukkah episode. It's actually going to drop the day after the last day of Hanukkah, so poor planning on our behalf. But, you know, what do you do, right? The celebration of lights. Yeah. We should have done this episode last week and then the Christmas <laughs> horror this week. Uh, but, yeah, this is our Hanukkah episode. We watched some Hanukkah movies, four Hanukkah movies, to be precise. One only basically... With the Hanukkah uh, one only Hanukkah because, Hanukkah movie because <laughs> yeah. it has a Jewish character. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a Christmas movie, but um, there are still four pretty fun movies to watch uh, for different reasons. Uh, we had some good and some bad, but you know we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> some some uh, some interesting things we saw today, I guess. <laughs> Before we jump into that, though, Cagney, what you been watching? Uh, I've been chilling this week, man, working, um, during the week this week, I was playing some video games pretty hard, so it was fun, still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Hell yeah. great games, got a great story, and watching Workaholics whenever I eat dinner, which, uh, it's been a while since I've watched through all of that show, but I've seen every episode, it's been fun revisiting it, then, uh, Sunday, I watched a few movies, man, um, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Watch Jack Frost 1 and 2. Mm. Uh, if you're not familiar with Jack Frost, we're not talking the family film. I'm talking about the mutant killer snowman, Jack Frost. Yes. Which is, uh, the first movie is something, man. It feels like it's straight out of the 70s or 80s. It really oh, yeah. does. And it's like a late 90s film, 97. Yeah, it came out in like 97, 98. Yeah, and it yeah. feels like a lost 70s, 80s treasure. And, uh... It takes them a little bit to get it with the uh, 
snowman at first it's a lot of like oh what's that let me cut and he's it's just like a snowman prop sitting there yeah. <laughs> and you're like okay this is a little silly but then like towards more into the movie he starts getting the one-liners yeah. and, and moving around a little bit at first it was a little stale it was like mm. is this gonna be it the entire movie but the cool concept for that film is like he can melt down into water and they used water as a scare tactic in Jack yeah. Frost, which is so funny. It's like, oh, the water's coming through the door. The scary music. Uh. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's such a silly film. It doesn't take itself too seriously at all. Uh, it was super, super low budget. Um, the director had did a multi-million dollar picture, and he said, we made Jack Frost for the amount of the catering budget on this film. And so I watched the second one, and it's funny that I remembered more visually from the second one mm-hmm. it's a way sillier film you know we've got the mutant killer snowman transforming into an acne anvil and falling from the sky and killing victims you know doing i, I think lots i of silly shit like that on like popcorn movies or something back in wow. the day so it was like the that was the only free right, app right. on anything the, re- the reason I remember it is because I used to rent them, those movies from the video store. And for some reason, I guess I watched two a lot more than one because I remembered a hell of a lot more of it when I watched it Sunday. And uh, my surprise film, I said, this is my pick of the week, man. The movie that completely caught me off guard. I did not expect to like this movie this much. I didn't even put it on thinking I would like it. I just put it on to watch it. Yeah. Because I... Like Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, I love Scooby Doo. Grew up Scooby on Scooby Doo. Shit. So I was obviously want to check out Scoob. You know the newest mm-hmm. big box office film, and lo and fucking behold, this movie blew me away. Maybe it's because I didn't have expectations, but wow, this movie kind of struck a chord with me. I really liked it. It's going to be one that I will probably end up rewatching within the next few weeks. Uh. It's a tearjerker at some points. It's heartfelt. It's got great comedy. And it kind of starts a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. The main villain in the film is Dick Dastardly, who you may remember from Wacky Races. Dick Dastardly and Muttley. And Muttley is seemingly... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Muttley is seemingly absent from the film. And then uh, Blue Falcon and Dynamite also play a role in this as well. So... And there's um, a Jetsons reference, too. So there's some Easter eggs to be found. There's a lot yeah. of pop culture references. Uh, some super funny jokes, man. It just it does really well, man. There wasn't oh, yeah. like a, anything really about it that I didn't like. And it didn't feel like it was directed for kids, either. It felt like it was directed to fans yeah. of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. It did not feel like nice. a kiddie Scooby movie. You know? That's what's it, up. It was, and it's also fun because it's not the mystery-solving gang yeah it's like it feels like a superhero action movie and that's what they're trying to do and i think uh with the sequel they're going to do more of a scooby in the game yeah okay type mystery movie ghost movie they do it for a little bit at the beginning they show you them when they're children how they did their first mission (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then they kind of do a montage of them getting older with the original theme music and then boom this movie happens the plot is they split up nice shaggy and scooby get kicked out of the mystery mystery inc by simon cowell Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Simon Cowell. And then uh, I watched Joker. Is he still relevant? Yeah, in this movie, yeah, he's funny. But yeah, I watched uh, Joker for the first time since theaters. And when I saw it in theaters, I was kind of indifferent about it. I think I mainly was. It's every movie like that that gets released, man, with the hype. Just this big, big yeah. fucking hype around it, you know. And I kind of I go into it, and I'm a little let down just because of the hype, you know. It's always, whether it's a great film or not, the hype is always kind of fucks up things, you know. Yeah. And what were you about to say? Oh, <laughs> you I don't were about to cut remember. in. I, don't know what I was, was going to let say. you finish your thought. No, I don't know um, what I was gonna say now. Yeah, first time I saw it since theaters, and dude, it's a very unsettling film. Very intense psychological drama, and it does really good. I mean, people, there the hype for that movie was for good reason, man. It was a really uh, unsettling film, man. It makes you uncomfortable. Walking Phoenix makes you want to look away from the screen at some point. Yeah, he really does. Especially during the whole 
final act where he's on the show. Yeah. It's just you want to look away because you know mm-hmm. he's either – well, the movie thinks – Something's think going to go bad here. He's about to kill himself. Yeah. You know, you think that he's leading up to that. So you don't want to see that. And then you definitely don't want to see what he really does on there. So uh, fucking crazy fucked up movie, man, all around. But it's it's good. It's a good time. And then finally I watched uh, one shitty low-budget horror film this week. Awesome. Called Die, Influencers Die. Mm. And honestly, it was like a, little, a lot better than it should have been. Could have it could have okay. been way worse. Yeah. Could, but uh, two extra stars into this for the gore and the kills. The kills were fun. The killer was interesting. It was like a skeletal woman with big fake tits with X's over the nipples. Okay. And like this clown mask. I fuck and, with uh, it. The plot was this one influencer getting these other three influencers into his studio and live mm. uh, streaming them. He, he told them that they're going to be promoting his energy drink yeah. to get followers. But he's actually trying to embarrass mm. them and make them lose followers by drugging their energy drinks with Detura. Mm. But he doesn't know there's this fucking social media influencer killer demon in his uh, studio. Oh, wow. Lopping them off during the live feed. Uh, the gore's fun. It's got a lot of like super heavy metal music soundtrack and uh, it's a lot, a lot of fake breasts. Every there's three naked chicks and they're all big fake boobs. So fake, yeah. fake breasts are your thing. Go for it. Not me. I, I mean, will, I definitely I will, prefer natural, yep, but fake aren't gonna turn me off. I will off. lay it here right now. That fake, fake breasts are kind of turn off for me. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's a thing. I'm not gonna delve into that, but. Yeah, it's, uh, not not the topic of discussion in nope, this show. But love your body. Love what you I got. I just like all boobs. Yeah, all boobs matter. Real fake, big, small, yep. in the middle, <laughs> droopy, uneven. And I'll knock it, man. If you if you need to go get that done, then do it. That's what it makes but, it uh, takes to make you feel good. Do it. Yeah, it's neither here nor there. But die influencers die. Fun movie, cool kills, lots of fucking gore, over the top almost. Some would say. <clears throat> But other than that, uh, that was me for this week. That was what my eyeballs uh, laid upon and darted back and forth for. What about you, Ryan Martell? Well, what did you I, watch this week? I have a few things. My pick of the week is Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tim Allen, Bill, uh, not Bill Murray, but uh, Dan Aykroyd. Um, Dan Aykroyd is uh, the rare asshole role. Well, okay, yes and no. Because, see, here's the thing. It depends on how you look at it. They're both assholes. Because, really, Tim <laughs> Allen's an asshole also. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, she's just kind of caught in the crossfire because mm-hmm. she still wants to be in the Christmas spirit. Right. And it's, well, okay, for any of you who haven't seen it, it's it's the story of this couple who uh, decide for the first time ever that they're not going to do Christmas. They're going to go on a cruise instead. And they're going to use the money they would have spent on Christmas for the cruise stuff because their daughter's not going to be in town to celebrate with them. She's going to be in Peru, I think, or some shit like that. Uh, but last minute, her daughter is their daughter's coming home. So they have to throw together Christmas, and it gets wild. There's a lot of shenanigans along the way. Because is this the one with Kiss in it? No, this is not the one with Kiss in it. Okay. I don't remember what that was that we just found out of that had Kiss in it. Um why him was the kiss one. Oh yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I gave it a four out of five. Definitely check out Christmas with the cranks. If you haven't seen it already and revisit it, if you haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. You don't really see Dan Aykroyd in that antagonistic no, role. I mean, though, you know? yes and no. Cause he is, he, he was well, not as like as the antagonist, yeah, you, know? yeah. you get a lot of Dan Aykroyd and Tim Allen shoes, in yeah. movies, but it's cool to see him on the other side of the coin. All right. So, uh, I watched one thing on prime this week. And I actually, I'm, I'm only counting it because I didn't remember that I had watched it before when I watched it. So, uh, this movie is called Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. <laughs> and based on the title alone, I added it to my watch list last year right after Christmas. Because I was like, I'm not going to watch this now because it's fucking January. It's weird. Uh, so, I, I went and looked at my wish list, watch list. I was like, okay, I need to watch Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. It's only an hour and ten minutes long. Uh, but, however, it's not that good. <laughs> and, and I can understand why I didn't remember watching it. Because I wouldn't think it would It be. is very unforgettable. 
they kill the character with the biggest tits first, which is always a mistake in my book. Uh, there's very little nudity in it for a movie called Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Uh, kind of let down. However, the gore and blood effects are really good in this movie. Uh, there is uh, a, a couple of funny lines here or there. Uh, they do a lot of poop jokes that are pretty funny and <laughs> poop gags. You know, it's kind of poop gag. Overall, I'm giving this a two out of five. Uh, you know, one point out of that is the poop jokes and the di- and the uh, tits. Right. So, you know, take that as you will. Not a very good movie, but it has Lloyd Kaufman and Debbie Rashawn in it. Uh, so that was probably that movie's entire budget. Oh yeah, and it has a cool opening credits scene too because it's got a butcher like packaging meat, and yeah. uh, whenever he sticks the tape on there, it's got the little name of whoever and what what their title is in the movie. Okay, so, uh, that was cool about it. And then I on, appreciate a good opening credits. Oh sequence. yeah, for sure. And then on Tubi, I watched All Through the House. Uh, you seen this before? Mm-mm. All Through the House It's actually not terrible. Uh, it's a low budget movie. Is this the one from the 80s? Uh, no, it's from like 2015 or 2010 or somewhere in that area. 2015, yeah. Okay, I've area. seen the cover art on there. Yeah, it's on it's on Tubi and it's not very long. Uh there's there's a lot of really like uh unnatural acting. It's not really that it's bad, it's just that you can tell they're acting. Right, right. Um it's got a pretty solid plot line, I feel like, and a pretty fun little uh, twist-ish ending, and uh, it's got it's got heart. So I'm giving it a two point seven five out of five. Uh, <laughs> Have you doesn't quite get the three? What yet. you? I don't think I've ever quite heard you do a fraction. Yeah, I've, I've done fractions before, but not since you've been on the show. Okay, so this is the first since yeah, it's uh, the first since you joined us. Fifty episodes. Yeah. Um, and then on Shudder, I watched a movie called Bloodbeat, which is like this super weird cult Christmas horror movie. Did you like it? With a phantom samurai. It's, it's something. I'm going to say that. That's a, it's a uh, Vinegar Syndrome release. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. A lot of people, it's on their, like, not liked Vinegar Syndrome list. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty divisive Oh, I could film. see, I could see why. It's not a good movie by any means. But it has a lot of shining moments. It shines good enough for me to give it a 2.5 out of 5. I'm going to say that. Because <laughs> okay. it's so fucking off the wall and wild and crazy that I can't help but love it. Even though it's kind of fucking convoluted and weird and like, like what the fuck is going on? What is this movie? I found myself saying, what is this movie a lot? <laughs> and I don't fucking do that very much. Like it's it's It takes a special movie for me to be confused and... Uh, very lost by the happenings of it. Um, and then I watched Body on Shudder also. Uh, I think that one's from 2015 or 16, too. It's pretty recent. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a newer movie. It's got the girl who was in the Skype video call um, session of uh, VHS, the first VHS. The one with the aliens. Yeah. Where the, she has that chip in her arm. And she's like sexting that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. So she's in this, and um, basically it's your home invasion movie with a fresh twist on it. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's not, it's kind of the opposite. You know, the people that you are following, your main characters, aren't the people whose home is being invaded. They're the invaders for this this movie. Okay. And, uh, you know, things happen, and they have to deal with those things. So, basically, they, they kill a guy accidentally, and they have to figure out what they're going to do. And that's basically that's the whole movie. Right. It's them trying to figure out how they're going to get out of this situation uh, the best way they can. And, of course, nobody ever agrees or... Has, there's no simple solution, so shenanigans arise and they just go crazy. I gave this one a four out of five, though, so definitely check it out. It is wonderful on Shutter. Uh, so yeah, that's my what you watching this week. So now we're gonna jump right into Hanukkah. 
How do you want to start this, man? Do you want to <clears> go with the worst first? Or Let's talk about uh, why, why we're doing a Hanukkah episode, man. Talk about well, Hanukkah. Because Hanukkah's yeah. awesome. Gotta, I, I am not, um, I am not a, a fellow of the Jewish faith, uh, no. nor is Cagney. Uh, we're really more secular than anything, I would guess, right? I don't know what your personal beliefs are. Uh, we can we can do a podcast on that one day. Yeah. Well, I believe I don't know what I believe. I just have theories. Okay, I'll just say that. That's fine. Um, I'm not a very religious person. No, uh, I'm not more religious, of a no. more of a spiritualist. But yeah, I'm a spiritual guy. Well, uh, we love to acknowledge other people's cultures mm-hmm. and other people's uh, ways of life here like on learn. this uh, podcast. And I just think that Hanukkah is a fun holiday, even you know. Uh, even as a person who celebrated Christmas all my life, I can appreciate the finer things of Hanukkah. You know, it's it's fun to learn about the traditions of other people and uh, see how they celebrate. And boy, did we learn today! Oh yeah, we learned a little bit today. Where, uh, we guess we kind of learned that Hanukkah isn't so well represented in mass media. Wow, and entertainment. you fucking hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah, <laughs> like. It's not That's a, an understatement because uh, we had we struggled to find four movies yeah. to put on here. <laughs> They're out there. I mean, we didn't go for the um, the full court miracle, but even that's like a basketball movie. You know, yeah. there's not really any just normal Hanukkah films. They're all niche. I'm sure if we would have dug deep into like some Hallmark Lifetime stuff. We probably could have found know. some. Anytime I would Google like Hanukkah movies, it's like mostly the shit. It's we like were five looking things. At. Yeah, yeah. It's Hebrew so, Hammer. Yeah, the Hebrew these Hammer. Movies. Like they're always it's satirical movies. or yeah. like not knowing what it's movies doing. where Hanukkah is in the movie, but it's not the focal point of the movie. And we did actually find three that Hanukkah was pretty much the focal point of the movies today. Yeah. Three of the four we watched, the focal point of the movie was Hanukkah, was Hanukkah. or Hanukkah Somehow. and Christmas. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, not as well represented. You know, I'm sorry. Super to anybody that man. celebrates Hanukkah. You guys don't have a uh, a steadfast Christmas film. We or had not, not see that's wrong. A steadfast Hanukkah film. Yeah, you don't have that. There, when I There's used to work at Target, people would come in and ask us where the has to be where the uh, Hanukkah section was. Yeah. And we had one. It was tiny. It but was like it was there. minuscule, but it was there. And uh, they were like, that's all you guys have? And I was like, yeah, unfortunately, like, it's kind of underrepresented for sure. Like, there's way more Jewish people in this country than we think. Mm-hmm. Maybe not around here. It's probably lesser around in the south than in the north and west west side, west coast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we I I love people of all different uh, cultures and religions and whatnot, um, and that's why I like to kind of throw little Hanukkah shouts out, shout outs. I've been for the past couple of years. I post like different Jewish celebrities for the eight nights of Hanukkah. Um, I'm repeating a few this year because I just kind of got lazy with it. But mm. you know, I mean, it was a whole year ago. It's okay. Oh yeah, people don't remember. They don't remember what I posted last year. In one eye and out the other. So this year, so what we watched today, uh, the first movie we watched today. Jesus fucking Christ. Cagney's, Ryan, Cagney's personal favorite of the day. Ryan made us watch a fucking lifetime. Mistletoe movie. and menorahs. Mistletoes and menorahs. Even though there's only one mistletoe. One mistletoe. It's plural. Um, so yeah, mistletoes and menorahs. A lifetime film about a... <laughs> <laughs> a a female business, a uh, toy business. She's, she's in sales. Um, yeah. Lady trying to learn about Hanukkah in eight days for a Hanukkah party she's been invited yeah. to. And it's none other than, what's his name? It's Jake Epstein. From Degrassi. Also known as Craig from Degrassi. And he's our Hanukkah stud. Our Hanukkah hunk, if yeah, you will. Yeah, Hanukkah hunk. A Hanukkah hunk. Oh man, I wish he I had is the her one of her coworkers' uh, children's teachers. That's how she comes in yep. contact with yep. him because they put her uh, her con- her coworker makes the contact for. Her. So she needs to learn these traditional Hanukkah values to impress a client 
at a Hanukkah party. Uh, an investor. An investor. Yeah. At a Hanukkah party for a pitch. And then he needs to learn Christmas Lo and stuff. behold, he's got some stuff he's got to learn, too. He yep. needs to learn how to celebrate Christmas for his American girlfriend. Well, I, I mean, they're, they're all American, American so yeah. uh, his, his Christian girlfriend. His, yeah, his Christmas celebrating girlfriend. And uh, talk about a fucking bougie movie, dude. Oh, yeah. Every outfit in this film costs more than any, either, any article of clothing that me or you own. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm talking, like, $300 coats. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and, For sure. Uh, My whole wardrobe probably isn't worth $300. That During this movie, there was so much coffee talk. And talk about coffee and drinking coffee. Yeah, you drink a lot of coffee during this movie. I drink a lot of coffee today because of this yeah. movie. I drink like four cups today. Yeah. Because of this film. Because you just kept talking about Well part of the part of the <laughs> plot was her her she kept getting the barista kept getting her coffee order wrong. Yeah. And then finally at the end of the movie she got it right. She got it right. Oh and she God. was like apologizing. This movie was so cute. It's uh it's just designed to tug at your heartstrings and make you feel for these fun folks. But I was pissed that they haven't even no skin to skin contact, and we got like ten minutes left on the clock for the movie. I, mean, I was like, "Come on, the countdown is here." It's I'm a lifetime ready to see movie. this kiss, you know, because uh, you know that's all we're gonna get is a kiss. There's not gonna be any full on boning, you know. There's not one single death, f bomb, uh, illicit substance abuse. Uh, nobody looked at anybody the wrong way in oh, this yeah. movie. This movie is um, not in our wheelhouse. It's at all. pretty, man. It was cute. This shit is it out was, of the Martell's movie mom madness. Uh, this movie, yeah. Wet realm of uh, uh, yeah. thinking. Seriously out. But um, there were some funny things in the film. You know, there's a uh, a few jokes here or there. I uh, wanted to do a whole episode of movies like this for whew, the holidays. I don't think I could do it, man. And uh, I really don't. Well, actually, I was. It's gonna be half and half. It's gonna be two yeah. Hanukkah movies and two. I could probably movies. tolerate two. And then you were just like bitching and moaning. And I was <laughs> I had like bitching, moaning. I was like, okay, we'll we'll find a couple. We'll find a more. Ha- we'll find more Hanukkah movies and we'll watch. We did. Four we, Hanukkah we did good with this. Um, yeah, we did fine. I'm sure we could find if we looked hard enough some niche films. Maybe there's some incredibly strange Lifetime films out there. Oh, man, you know, probably. For the holidays. There no doubt. No some doubt. that are a little off-putting, maybe. Like, this one has terrible acting or, you know, something. But uh, I do have an article pulled up here where a rabbi on a Jewish website has written a review nice. for this film. Uh, eight things Let's, he eight l- things they loved the, the verdict? and eight things they didn't love. Um... Says it's not gonna take this girl eight days to learn everything about Hanukkah, <laughs> unless she's um, an extremely slow learner. Yeah, uh, says um, it's a little ham-fisted with the Hanukkah. Um, at one point, Christy says, "Oh, so Hanukkah is all about family and community, right?" And everybody agrees, acceptance. And he's like, "I'm sorry to be a Grinch, but no, it's not." <laughs> and uh, I guess that's this rabbi's take on it. And he also says, um, all you had to do was show up at the party and not bring a ham. You didn't have to light the candles and deliver. <laughs> and then... No, he totally told her that he wanted her to be like part of the traditions. Right. At the very beginning of the movie. So this rabbi is an idiot. He didn't pay attention to the movie. Well, he was just saying, uh, all you had to do was not embarrass yourself and not bring a ham, yeah. and you would have been good. <laughs> no, I think this. I think her. It's, I it's think the guy. I think it. the 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 guy was wanting her to do that. The, right. the, the boss man. I think he told her that at the yeah. the little meeting they have at the beginning of the movie. He's and like, then they just find it funny that yeah. the Jewish guy Jonathan knew nothing about Christmas. Is like it's 2019 and you're surrounded oh, by man. Christmas decor in a coffee shop. And I don't. Th- here's the thing: you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. Yeah, right? you you have to suspend it a lot because in this movie, there's no way either of these would not be at least vaguely familiar with the perspective holidays. Like he didn't know what tinsel or like, mistletoe. Come was. on, come on, guys. <sighs> yeah, it's kind of like everywhere you go, fucking shopping around this yeah. time of year has Christmas <laughs> music playing. The one thing even he knew the was most, fruitcake. Yeah, even he knew that people didn't like fruitcake. Even the most fucking crazy, super zealous, like, uh, non-religious people are familiar with Christmas and Hanukkah. Like, they understand the the concepts of these things. 
they might not know everything about it like yeah. the little song you're supposed to sing while you're lighting the menorah and all that stuff but like they know about the menorah <laughs> they know about dreidels yeah. you know i was t- i went to the fucking i went to buford high school elementary school middle school the smallest fucking school in lancaster county probably which you is know, already a small county, yeah, a small state. Yeah. Well, Lancaster County is pretty big, but like the the city itself is not big, mm-hmm. but the county is big because it encompasses a lot of shit. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the point is, I went to this bumfuck school in Backwoods Hick, South Carolina, and I learned about <laughs> Hanukkah in school. So like, you know, these fucking affluent this affluent white girl from New York learned about. Hanukkah. I mean, come on. Very, very. Well, Get out of here. And then we've got her boyfriend. It's just the the stereotypical dang hunk that just, just wants to watch sports it. movies and yeah. eat burgers or sports movies. Watch sports, eat burgers, and uh, <laughs> ignore his girlfriend. You know, not show her the love that she needs. So if you guys haven't put two and two together, obviously they teach each other about love as well. This is a lifetime movie. Um, they both break up with their, or he gets dumped. She breaks up with her her boyfriend because she realizes he's not what she wants. She wants Jonathan, the Hanukkah hunk. And, uh, he's all about money and she's a little more passionate. Yeah. It's going to take a lot more than eight days for her to pronounce her love for Jonathan. That's right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you probably not too much longer than that. They got engaged and got married. I'm sure. I'm sure. I was rooting for him. Rooting for him, I guess. I might have made some inappropriate comments about things they should do to they each should. other. They should have boned. Yeah. I hope they got but, boned. Uh, they definitely did once the camera yeah. stopped rolling. The characters did. The in, characters, in the, yeah. The actors, in the, in the they, universe, they, they probably shook hands just, and walked away. They probably just walked away from each other and went along with their lives. But, uh, never yeah. spoke to each other again. The movie again. did teach you a little bit about uh, Hanukkah. You know, if you don't know anything about Hanukkah, it yeah, teach yeah. you. Did, that didn't teach you much about Christmas. I'm glad it didn't because yeah, cause we like, don't need to learn anything. The target about audience fucking knows about Christmas, yeah. man. This is a god, dude. How many Christmas movies I mean, are there? I looked up a recipe for latkes today. I'm yeah. gonna make them. Yeah, yeah. I want them. A week too late, but we'll do it. Um, it doesn't matter. Anytime's <laughs> a good time to have fried potato Anytime's product. A good time for the fried you know? potato product. We love it, and we love Hanukkah hunks. I guess. Oh, I love that. So, uh, Mistletoes and Menorahs, if you're going to watch one Lifetime movie this year, make sure it's this one. I'm giving it a one out of five. <laughs> you know, it's it's not good. It's just not good. But it's, it's fun. not. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch, though. I, it's not a good movie by any means. I might have enjoyed it more than one of the movies we watched today. It's still well made. <laughs> I'll say that. It was still well made. Uh, but it was just, you know, it's cookie cutter stuff. Like, it is. You know, you know your parents are going to love it. If cut and got, dry. If you've got a basic girlfriend. Movies for middle-aged Or even women. a basic boyfriend. Yeah. You're gonna, I, dude, I know 20-year-old Anybody like basic. This. Anybody basic going like, to love this. I listen to Taylor Swift and watch this movie on repeat This is for the Starbucks crowd. Yep. 100%. Oh, this order, her complicated coffee order mm. in this film is a real-life order. That's somebody out there fucking gets. But maybe, uh, maybe this is just a shot fired in the war on Christmas. I don't know. A what? <laughs> a shot fired in the war on Christmas. Maybe. I don't know. Dude. I'm just fucking around. There's no war on Christmas. There is at Starbucks. Maybe there is. I mean, okay, so this is unrelated to anything, <laughs> but I call it Christmas, spelled without the T, because that's how we've always said it. We always, around, especially around here, is Christmas. It ain't Christmas. So I think of it as Chris Kringle's day. You know what I mean? It's Christmas, and I think that people trying to inject religion to it is a war on Christmas. Um, but God that, dang, man, it's a war on Christmas. <laughs> oh, <No>, dude! <laughs> the whole reason it's celebrated is because of the no the the religion. Yeah, it's, it's because, based on Yule. It's because baby Jesus was giving gifts, and so we it's based we on give a pagan religion. Because of baby Jesus, Christians gifts. stole a pagan religion and made it their own. <laughs> That's not how things work. Hey, okay. man, at the end of the day, who it's cares? a war on Christmas. We got some movies to watch about it. Uh, that's, that's good enough for me. We get presents. I'm I'm cool with yeah, it. Good enough for me, I'll dude. Do it. I'm just. Re- I mean, I just try to forget about it and uh, live in my. 
I just I like Santa Bumble. Claus. You know what yeah, I mean? Who doesn't like Santa Claus, man? Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is man. my homeboy. We love Chris Kringle. He like a picture I posted on but Facebook. Maybe Santa is Jesus, dog. With him as like with him with a gun. <laughs> so it's in the front line of uh, the war on Christmas. Santa's got the, the ammo. I mean, he does, man. He's got plenty of it up there. All right, so that was mistletoes and menorahs. It was a little something. It was definitely a, thing. a zero out of five over here. On you didn't like it at all. <laughs> it was cute, man. Yeah. It was, uh, but no, not something I would choose to watch or watch again. So you're not even gonna give it a point two five. No. Okay. Fair enough. Give it a point one zero. Point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next up, we watched Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, classic. Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> uh, this movie just celebrates all the winter holidays, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Basically, uh, more more so Christmas and Hanukkah mm-hmm. than anything. Um, Adam Sandler, one of his better movies from the later end of his career, the the post Big Daddy uh, era of his career. Yeah. Uh, two thousand two. Yeah, this is kind of when it starts to go all downhill for Adam Sandler movies. And then it picks back up, though. It picked back up recently, I feel like. Yeah, for sure, you know. Because um, the week of was fun. Stuff. Yeah. And Hubie Halloween was pretty good. funny. Uncut Gems, fucking great. Haven't seen it yet, still. Wow, you really need yeah. to watch that, dude. I've been putting it off, but I'm eventually going to get to it. Uh, I will say this right here. The best on-screen booty you will ever see in a movie. Okay. For sure. Nice. You will be like, what? Whoa. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Seriously, because I'm not even a butt guy. Like, mm. you just... Like wow, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fake ass too. It's, yeah, it's uh, ass implants. Okay, you never tell. Uh, I'm sure I'll tell. Yeah, Wouldn't right. that suck, dude, to get ass implants, fall down, sit down too hard, oh, sit down man, something that sharp? Would suck. Where are my pants wet? <gasps> ass implants. Where'd my, where'd my right butt? You can die from some shit like that. Still so look on poisoning, dude. For real, go up into yeah. your body, man. People, be careful. Mm-hmm. Watch what, you, watch what you put inside your body. Oh yeah, definitely underneath your skin. Just be careful with your life. Yeah. Because somebody, um, I think it was a professional wrestler, they were getting sick from their, uh, their, their implants were leaking. Not badly, mm-hmm. but badly enough to make them sick. Right. And uh, I can't remember who it is right now. It's got to be pretty badly. But yeah, it was fucking, uh, it's pretty pretty harrowing for them, I, I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> we got fucking Whitey. One of the single, the single most... Uh, Lovable character. Yeah, it's cool because Adam Sandler voices three characters in, in this movie. an Adam Sandler movie. Yep, he voices Davy, Whitey, and Whitey's sister Eleanor. Yep. And uh, we get some. We get uh, a lot of his famous friends around here. No, oh, yeah. Don Lovitz. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Uh, Rob Schneider, of course. Um, the usual gang's all here. And we got uh, Allison Krauss as Carl the Weathers. singing voice of the Jennifer character all others uh norm crosby yeah the uh the actual voice the the speaking voice of the jennifer character is jackie titone yeah that's adam sandler's real life wife Mm -hmm. um so that was pretty cool his love interest in the movie played was played by his wife this movie is also animated if you're not familiar animated if you've never seen it it's a 2d animated film yeah it's hilarious, dude. This movie will crack you up. It's a musical. It is pretty funny. All the, all the songs are catchy. Oh, I love it, man. I yeah. grew up watching this movie, man. When I was like, I gotta grade. say, when I when I watched it today, I didn't like it as much as I used to. But like, let's also you know we've seen it. I, yeah, I've seen it a bunch, and I'm older now. And yeah. It's like you know the humor that I had when I was 12 watching it. It's not gonna be the same as now. All right. Even though I do laugh at stupid shit still, it's just like... Yeah, this movie's got some pretty stupid humor, but yeah. it's got heart. Oh, yeah, a lot of heart. Really a lot does, of heart. You know? And I feel like it's got a, a decent message, too, behind it, you know? Because it's all about treating people right. Yeah, overcoming trauma, you know? You know overcoming your own personal yeah. traumas and being good to yourself. Being not, not being an asshole, yeah. too, you know? Yeah. Which is important, especially around the holidays. Pull that stick out of your ass, but dude, there is so many funny one-liners in this movie. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like Whitey with his different colored feet. He's like, men's 11 right foot, children's 9 left foot. His hair, man. He's his so fucking covered hairy. Hair. He looks like a fucking Tauntaun from Star Wars. Like, I'm hairy, but that guy, he's hairy <laughs> as hell. Super hairy. It's all white. Um, the technical foul song. Like, oh, yeah. If I walk around with my morning erection, <laughs> you will get an automatic ejection. 
super catchy. Yeah. Uh, super funny. I love it. I still love it. I'll probably yeah, lots be of watching good, this movie Lots of good songs. Lots of funny one-liners. I say this one of my top three Adam Sandler films. I always have. It's probably up there for me. Yeah. I would say it's probably up there. This and Little Nicky are up there. I don't know. Oh, I love Little Nicky. I don't know. I don't know what love my third one would be. Adam Sandler's great, though. Either you love him or you hate him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think a lot of people like are like Adam just, Sandler or they hate Adam Sandler. I don't think Sandler. people are lukewarm on him at right. all. But he's been uh, he's been branching out, you know, with yeah. uncut gems. When you watch this, you'll see a different side of his acting, man. It's a really, really dramatic role he took on. Have you seen uh, Rain Over Me or Rain On Me? Um, oh, man, yeah. I think I did watch that, but it's been a long time. It's got Don Cheadle in it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, super dramatic role for Adam Sandler, as well as Punch Drunk Love, man. That's, I haven't seen that one. Dude, I know for sure I haven't seen that. That is the one you need to see. That's an Adam Sandler one not to be missed, man. You know what the plot is? No. He falls in love with a, uh, a sex line worker. Oh, okay. The 1-800-HOT number, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool role for Adam Sandler, man. But nice. he's a he's got a wide variety of acting that he I always do. wanted to call one of those when I was, like, younger. Yeah, you never did? No. You ever seen the Beavis and Butthead episode about it? Uh-uh. Oh, no, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what made me never want to call oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. was just this big old nasty woman. He's talking all sexy like this. Yeah, well, that's what you're jerking off to, the voice. You're not jerking <laughs> off to them, the person. You're thinking about somebody in your head. You can picture but you never you know who's to. on the other line, man. Doesn't you matter. It's doesn't kinda, matter. It's kind of like getting your... That's for you. That's subjective, though. It's that's like subjective. getting a BJ at a, at a glory hole. If you're, if you're calling again, them, if subjective. you're calling it, then you're, you're, you're not giving a fuck. If you're the type of person that would stick your dick in a hole in public, I guess you don't care yeah. what's on the other it's end. It's the same thing with the phone call thing, man. I would never... If you're calling a phone sex line, then you don't care about the person, the yeah, the actual sure. person on the other side, because you're gonna put your own fantasy onto it. So this is the way it is. That's just how how it goes. I would never stick my dick in that glory hole. It's just a friend of mine. Is, uh, a friend of mine talks about how where he lives at now. There's like these uh, port. There's this uh, this sex shop that has uh, the little video booths where you can go pay mm-hmm. a couple bucks and you know watch a movie and you know do your business. Right. And he was unaware when he first when he first went to this place that those places are like hot spots for gay dudes to try to pick up dudes mm-hmm. like on the low, and like um, he was just very very uncomfortable with how much people were trying to like peek on him and like wow. trying to offer him blowjobs and stuff yeah. like that and like. He's like, dude, I just wanted to jerk off in peace. I was like, well, dude, you should have went home. Yeah, you know what? You should have jerked off in your bathroom. Like, yeah, you you can't. Those places are not for privacy. Those are for the the, the depraved, the the depraved part of society. I might would let somebody watch me at one, but I would not probably. Oh, you would not catch me near one. I would feel. No, I want to go to one for the experience of being in one. But I'm a. But I here's the thing though. I have an interest in the history of smut, and to me, that is like a a big crucial part of that. Because once upon a time, those were like everywhere. And that's why, because that was then where you yeah. didn't have the comfort of your own home, and you had to leave. Because but to me, these places are like video stores. You know what I mean? But for porn. Oh, that's probably the grossest place you could ever step foot in. Like. Bacteria wise, oh yeah, no doubt. I would never, dude. No I doubt. Would, I'm definitely carrying never. some wet wipes with me. Oh man, you not allowed to. You got quarantine before you, you come to my house. Some uh, antibacterial wipes out there. There is a theater. There is a porn store with a theater in uh, Gastonia. Yeah, the um, the, but it's just like a the theater. CD. Theater. It's not like a uh, CV. It's not like a jerk booth. Oh, it's a jerk place, man. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a jerk I've place. Sto- I've heard some stories about it's it. It's not an individual booth that you, you sit in and watch a movie. Me there either, man. <laughs> uh, you would never catch me there either. I would see. I wouldn't. I don't want to go to one of. The, I do want to, but at the same time, I'd rather go to one. But that's the thing. It's that's not, like one of those grindhouse theaters. It's not like the seventies yeah, where yeah. you could go there and it was a normal thing to do. Now, when you go there, it's like your friend experience going yeah, to, yeah. The, to the quote unquote jerk. Booth, You're going for the, the cruising. It. Like You're, people are cruising. That's why there people are there because you just sat down because you just opened up an invitation to whatever the fuck is going on in there you know yeah you're not there buying a ticket like you would at the theater to sit down and watch a movie 
Uh, you just bought a ticket to a night of fucking depravity, debauchery, and for sure, perverted yeah. madness with strangers, and uh, not a ticket to a show that I'm buying anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Never ever. All right. Well, um, that's eight crazy nights. We ended that on the porno, uh, uh, the porno booth stuff. Yeah, crazy how we got there, but eight crazy it, nights. I give it a three out of five. Oh, I give it a five. It's out a five, three out of five man. for me. Um, just because. I literally, in junior high school, watched this movie every night. Man. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And okay. I think it's, I do that with musicals, dude. Music, mm. It's like you listen to your favorite songs yeah. over and over and over. And you know, that's the fun thing. We talked yeah. about this back in March. That's the fun thing about musicals, man. It's like putting on one of your favorite CDs and getting to revisit it all over again. And what better one uh, when, than when it makes you laugh, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, next up. Speaking of depravity, we watched a movie that was actually surprisingly lacking in uh, depravity, kind of. I mean, it had some depravity, but yeah. not, not as much as I wanted. Um, I guess Hanukkah. we should say firsthand that we do have some personal ties to this film. A good friend of the show, Megan Grant, did the hair and yeah. makeup for yeah. this film. Yeah, and uh, I, I know... Well, I don't really know him personally, but I have a uh, acquaintanceship, I guess, with James Balsamo through meeting him at conventions and talking to him there and uh, you just met him. supporting met a him a few times. Yeah, I met him a few times, talked to him a few That's times. Cool. But, and, uh, uh, we, uh, Megan Grant's an IRL friend that did uh, the special effects for our movie that we just finished, Martell's Movie Madison movie. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. She did the hair and makeup for this, you know. So that is very little, cool. Little, Super cool. Um, ground floor. Because there's a lot there. of there's a lot of stars in this. Oh and yeah. That's because though uh, it's it was made by or produced by or some kind I mean, of Felissa Rose. There's some kind of the there's some producer. kind of affili- affiliation with the Mad Monster Party though. Yeah, there's a big special yeah. thanks to Mad Monster. Uh, because I believe Joe Mo or one of those dudes is like a big key. In the production of this I, movie. I think, you know, uh, forgive me if I'm quoting this wrong, but this may be, like, the first Mad Monster movie. Ever. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Funded, maybe. I don't maybe know. Maybe some Mad Monster people were producers. Who knows? But all I know is it's got, uh, it's got Dick Miller. It's got, uh, Sid, Sid Haig. It's got fucking... Caroline Williams. Uh, yeah, Caroline Williams. PJ Souls. PJ Souls. yep. Uh, Charles Flesher. A lot of people. A lot of stars in this movie, and it is not very good. It's okay. Uh, I thought it was going to be way worse than it was because a lot of people told me that it was just basically the worst thing ever. Yeah, the reviews online for it. But I wouldn't say it's that. I wouldn't say it's the worst fucking movie of all time. Uh, I'm glad that they made a Hanukkah horror movie, a Hanukkah slasher. The Hanukkah Killer. I'm super, super stoked about that because there's none. Like, this is the very first actual legit Hanukkah horror movie. Right. Um, unless you count Diary of Anne Frankenstein on Chillerama. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, well, that wasn't Hanukkah. That was just like Jewish. So Diary yeah, this Anne would be the very first very Hanukkah um, horror movie ever, which is fucking dope. And uh, I give it props for... There's a few really cool special effects gags, like the part where he's skinning the girl and all that, but it lacks in a lot of blood. There's not a lot of blood in this movie. Uh, most of the kills take place off screen, and if they don't, then they're like weak as hell. We get nude Caroline Williams. Uh, we get naked Caroline Williams yeah, a lot in this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's naked throughout the movie. Uh, we get a lot of other nudity from two of the main actresses in this movie. Yeah. And then uh, there is a random music video with lots of boobies in it uh, that's playing on the TV. It was like something he was flipping through the channels. Right. And it was on the TV. And he was like, hell yeah. Stopped and watched it. (laughs) But uh, we get some funny one-liners here and there. And, you know, there was a couple of really cool uh, gore effects. Uh, But overall, this movie was just underwhelming. Very, uh, yeah didn't didn't live up to my expectation of it for who was in it who was making it you know it just kind of was like okay this is a thing it happened um 
Uh, I, I gave it a 1.5 out of 5. Yeah, right around there. It gets that. It gets the one for all the boobs and nakedness in it. It, it just it takes a little. And then the point five is get, for everything else. It took a little bit to get where it needed to get going, man. They spent a lot of time. Well, the they it's, it, it seemed to me like they were tiptoeing the line between horror comedy. And like straight up horror. Yeah, and if it was comedy, those jokes were not landed. And they should have they should have went with one or the other. They should have been been either really funny and silly, or they should have been serious and scary. We got that uh, chick riding guy telling her telling him that she. Oh man, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> part of the fuck fucking movie. With his micro penis. Yes. Yeah, me with that small dick. I can't that's, feel it at all. That tiny white dick. I can't I feel loved it. At all. it. Loved it. Loved it. My favorite part of the whole movie for sure. Other than that one chick's butt with the dreadlocks. She had a really good butt. <laughs> it was just on screen a lot. It was on there all the time. Like, her ass was just out there. So, um, yeah, that's Hanukkah. That's all I, I, I got to say about that. It's something. <laughs> so, we'll go on to our last movie. Uh, I had actually, I think I watched this last year. For the first time. What a fun movie I don't know it is, man. When you watched it for the first time. Oh, uh, when it came out. I saw it in theaters. Okay. So this is actually the first time I'd seen it since I saw it in theaters. Yeah, and this came out in what, 16? Uh, 2015, man. 15? So it's been five years. That's I've five years old. Uh, I, I enjoyed it so much more tonight. Oh, man. It was so, it's so it's funny, dude. Hilarious. So hilarious. We're talking about The Night Before with Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon Levitt, and Anthony Mackie, if I'm not mistaken. Is that his name? Yep, Anthony Mackie. The guy who, he's the new he's the new Captain America. He, well, yeah, he will be. Yeah. Um, Captain and he, he was Papa Doc in Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's this movie is just fucking hilarious, man. We get Seth. Oh, it's so funny. High on drugs for the entire film, whether it's mushrooms, Molly, cocaine. He is just. I think I think he's tripping the mushrooms the entire time. Yeah. He's just taking all these he's other tripping. drugs to he's like adding other drugs. Get out of it. it. Um, I think this is probably one of the funniest James Franco Seth Rogen interactions. Oh, and we yes, have a one ton of, funniest, of Seth sure. Rogen James Franco interactions out yeah. there on film. This is one of the best. This, this is one of like, this the and this movies. is the end. Yeah, any anything movie. in that movie is fucking hilarious. Though. <laughs> but uh, this this uh, Seth Rogen has a phone mix up in this film with oh, yeah. Kaling's character, and he's high on mushrooms. And starts getting dick pics on his phone, and he hasn't realized this is Mindy Kaling's phone yet. He's like, who's this guy sending me his dick? And the dude's on the phone asking, do you want to suck it? He's, he's like, like, I got this guy's name saved, so I, I, it must be somebody I know. Oh, yeah. He's like, this is a really nice dick, man. He wants me to suck it. Oh, my God. Am I going to suck this guy? He's, like, contemplating giving this yeah. guy head. Well, we meet him at the end of the movie, and lo and behold, it's fucking James Franco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and what? Him and James Franco hit it off. They like, have a bromance. So well. Super they hit bromance. It off so well. So well that they forget all about Mindy Kaling and they just start dancing with each other and complimenting each other. And she's like, get the fuck so out of here, funny. dude. You're cock blocking me. And Mindy Kaling asked James Franco, she's like, I think you're gay. And he's like, I'm not gay right now. <laughs> insane, Hilarious insane movie. movie. So it, fucking so funny. Uh, uh, we included it because Seth Rogen's character. Like Seth Rogen in real life. Is Jewish in yeah. the film. And Not heavily Hanukkah like anything else. That is literally the only tie-in to Hanukkah that we have. Because uh, other than him being Jewish and them acknowledging it a few times, there's nothing else to do with Hanukkah in this movie. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, though, man. That guy's got a lot of range. Joseph Gordon-Levitt really... is Jewish, too, isn't he? I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. Let me give him a call. I think I got I believe he is, <laughs> but I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me uh, on we that. We can fact check that right quick. So, basically, this movie is about... He's a feminist. You know, well, I know that. He, it's about... Um, it's about three friends who have this Christmas tradition where they do these certain ritualistic things and they go out and have a good time on christmas eve and they're all grown up now and uh they're all grown up and this is going to be their last time doing it because they've just gotten to where they can't handle it anymore seth rogan's about to have a and kid. the reason the reason they started doing it in the whole in the beginning is is because joseph gordon levitt's character's parents died in a drunk driving accident yeah they were hit by a drunk driver seth rogan and anthony mackie were his best friends yeah, they stepped up for his him. only family yeah they stepped up for him and now things are just getting big. You know, uh, Papa Doc is a famous football player, and Seth Rogen's about to be a family man himself. The director, Jonathan Levine. Yeah. Jewish. Nice. Um, 
So yeah, they're they're just kind of growing out of this whole go out and party all night for Christmas Eve thing. Right. And uh, you know, it, this this movie's about Joseph Gordon-Levitt's journey to you know, dealing with his shit and growing up, you know. Finally is deciding that he wants to deal with his shit and be uh, you know, responsible for his future, you know. Mm-hmm. And not make excuses and and blame everything on his past and whatnot. And I think that's an important lesson for people to learn, you know. With uh, his ex-girlfriend, Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, that was her name. chasing around in the movie. The character's name name was Elaine. I think his name is, like, Ethan, yeah. His name's Ethan. Ethan Seth's name is Isaac. Her name is Diana. And then Papa Doc was Chris. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, her name is Diana. Yeah, her name was Diana. I said that first. You said Elaine. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's what I was saying. Diana. I thought I said Elaine. Oh, uh, Elaine is. I fuck up. Yeah, dude. So okay. we do this every week, man. We're bad at names. Okay. Betsy was Jillian's name, though. Ooh, I know that. Jillian. Love Jillian. She's fucking yep. hilarious. Betsy Greenberg. But yeah, Seth Rogen tripping on drugs in this movie. Absolutely goddamn classic. Uh, Michael Shannon is their guardian no. angel. Where they eat a bunch of mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. And go to the That's the whole lake. movie is that scene. Yeah, it's that it's scene. just him. He's like, let's do the yeah, whole I'm movie. I'm not your like daddy. Yeah. <laughs> These tears oh, are crazy, When man. he's is at the midnight mass, that is the best thing ever. Yeah, this is hilarious, man. We get a scene in this film where Seth Rogen's tripping balls outside of a church talking to the nativity set. And yes. the nativity set is, soft, is talking back to him. <laughs> and lo and behold, it's the church that his pregnant wife and family are yeah. going to midnight mass at. Yeah. And... He's a Jew with a big old Star of David sweater on. Yeah, and he's, and he's tripping his <laughs> yes. ass off. Like, Never been in the church tripping. before in his life. Goes into the Midnight Mass with his <clears throat> girlfriend slash wife's family. Immediately starts freaking out. Freaking out hard. There's a baby, baby starts looking at him. He starts this hissing is, at the baby. Stop looking the at the baby. <laughs> it makes the baby. Tr- it makes the baby say "fuck you" to him, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, the baby, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's hilarious. He ends up freaking out, getting up, just throwing up. He in the pukes church. in the middle of the church aisle, and then he says, "We did not do that," and runs right, so out. He's pointing at Jesus getting yeah. uh, crucified. He says, "We did not do that to Jesus." <laughs> oh my god! Which comes back around in a gag later on in the movie. Yeah. Which is hilarious, also. <laughs> Uh, the movie's great. It's yeah. a lot, lot funnier than I remembered watching it a few years ago. Um, what and it had that cool Ghost of Christmas or what? Yeah, their guardian angel. Their guardian angel yeah. in the film. Yeah, which is Michael Shannon at the end. Michael Shannon. Yeah, he's fucking fantastic as an he's actor. He's really good. He's a dr- their drug dealer in this movie, Mister Green. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been helping the friends to earn his wings. Have you seen Grand Theft Parsons? I don't believe I have. It's about um, that that folk. Well, he wasn't a. Well, I guess he. I guess you could call him a folk singer, but he was more like a rock and roll mm-hmm. kind of guy in the '60s. Um, Graham Parsons. He was like the Fly Burrito Brothers yeah. and a couple other bands yeah, back right, in those yeah, days. Yeah, that's with Johnny Knoxville. Right? Yeah, Johnny Knoxville's in it. Yeah, yeah. He steal yeah. the they steal the body of Graham Parsons. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen. Oh it. man, it's so it. good. It's so I'm hilarious. And it's based on some. It's based on a real life thing that happened. Like that, his roadie really did steal his body. Wow, Michael Shannon has quite the fucking filmography. Oh, yeah, man. He played Richard Kuklinski in a movie, in The Iceman. <laughs> yeah, super filmography. Dude. Big, big thing. He's got a, a movie coming out, or came out this year, with Patrick Schwarzenegger. What's that one? It's called Echo Boomers. Oh, man, I want to see that. It's a 2020 American crime just, drama Just based film. on the fact that him and uh, Schwarzenegger's son are in it, because he's pretty good. Have you seen him in anything yet? He was in that movie Daniel Isn't Real. Okay. okay. He was Dan. Um, he was Daniel, that the, the imaginary friend. Is people are saying that it's going to be in the horror pack this month. Daniel Isn't Real. Yeah, That's the imaginary yeah, friend yeah, one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, people are saying that, and then a cadaver Christmas, yeah. and then there's an actual Christmas hint one on there as well all right because the cadaver christmas hint is yeah. just a jander walks into a bar to kill zombies okay and that's that's a cadaver christmas. that sounds fucking awesome uh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah it's okay so yeah uh, that's yeah, patrick um schwarzenegger's in grown-ups 2 is a frat boy he's yeah in scout's guide to the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. this is jeff and i think that's all i've seen yeah he he looks pretty much like his dad though i mean he's shredded up he doesn't really have like he has some of his facial features, yeah. but he mostly looks like his mom in he's the face. A good looking kid. Oh yeah, he's fucking beautiful. Uh, 
yeah, but that's that's all of our that's what we got for our Hanukkah episode. You know, next week is going to be our Christmas special, and as you know, uh, if you've been listening to this show a while, the Christmas special is a two-parter. First part is going to be for everybody, and then the second part will be only on Patreon. So you can go on there and you can listen to it on the public thing, and then go and listen on the Patreon, or you can just listen to the whole thing on Patreon as one big thing. Uh, you have to join for at least three bucks. It's a three buck tier. Uh, but if you give more, then thank you. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. Especially this time of year. Um, but yeah, everybody on Patreon will get the Christmas special. Not just the $6 tier, which is usually what our bonus episodes are on. Uh, so go on over there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Give us a look. We got a bunch of bonus episodes already up there. Uh, John Waters appreciation episode. Uh, what did we? What was the a beginner's guide to trauma? We did a bunch of good stuff on there. Some horror trivia, yeah. which hopefully we're gonna get back to playing some horror trivia once COVID nineteen is like. We'll have some games on the Patreon. Cleared up. So. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about with other people though. Like yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to get guests again up here right. eventually. Well, have a three way with and the um, yeah, that's pretty much it just go ahead and make sure you follow us on social media it's at martell's movie madness on instagram and facebook at movie madness 69 on twitter uh be on the lookout this friday when this episode drops there's gonna be another video on the youtube channel and then on christmas day we're gonna drop a youtube video also so be on the lookout for both of those and cagney tell them where they can find you find me on the internet Cagney Larkin on Facebook. Cagney likes this on Instagram and Big Homie Cagney on Snapchat. And of course, you can find me at Martell the God on Twitter at Trailer Trash God on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's 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 the episode we got for y'all this week. How's it going? I hope everybody that was that listened had a great Hanukkah if yeah. you celebrate, and I hope everybody else. Is having a great holiday season in general. Holiday season. Um. Yeah. What was that guy? What was the DJ? DJ uh, Holiday or DJ Khaled. Who had the holiday season thing? Burr. Oh man, <laughs> that's gonna blow my. That's gonna keep. That's gonna be in my brain now. Holiday season yeah. trick. Uh. But yeah, thank y'all for listening. Now, let's watch some fucking movies. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.